your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. With Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker. It is Carricker and Smallman on 101 ESPN, and we go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and Matt Fortuna from The Athletic, kind enough to join us here on 101 ESPN. Matt, thanks so much for the time this morning. How are you doing? Well, it's quite an introduction. I don't know if I call myself a celebrity, but happy to be here nonetheless. Well, you're definitely a celebrity in our eyes, Matt. We appreciate you. But um, everyone needs to go check out your work at the, at the Athletic. Excuse me. It's amazing. But you have a great new piece up right now about Notre Dame offensive coordinator Tommy Reese. The, the headline is great. It says, The Relentless Mind of Tommy Reese, Notre Dame's New Play-Calling Prodigy. So how much of Tommy Reese's innovative play-calling do you think is contributing to Notre Dame's success right now? A lot. I mean, he is a guy who, despite being only 28 years old, um, is an old soul. He's more like a 40-year-old in terms of his football knowledge and his acumen. Um, I think there was no doubt in anyone's mind, and I feel old saying this, but I covered pretty much his entire career as a player, and even then you knew he'd be back, if not at Notre Dame, then at another big stage as a play caller sooner rather than later. Um, and, he, you know, he took some detours through the NFL at Northwestern uh, before getting back to South Bend. But, um, you know, he's great. He, I mean, he lived it. He played under Brian Kelly. He played... Uh, at the biggest position under the brightest lights in college football. He could speak these kids' language uh, and tell them exactly what they're getting. Um, and the relationships absolutely show through. I mean, he's been with Ian Book now for three years, and you've seen Ian Book uh, grow exponentially for, from last year to this year, just become much more comfortable in the pocket, uh, make a lot less mistakes, uh, and really take complete command of this offense and take them to another level. I mean, I, I don't think... Uh, if we were having this conversation last year, we'd be talking about the possibility of Notre Dame being Clemson once, if not twice. And because of the book in that offense, they were able to do that, beat number one in the country and put themselves in great playoff position here as we reach December. Matt, do you think that Tommy Reese is a guy that in a few short years people are going to be looking at to potentially fill a head coach vacancy? Uh, I think so, yes. Um, I, I Look, I, I think uh, an evergreen statement, I think he'll one day be the head coach at Notre Dame. I don't think that'll be anytime soon just because I think at a place like Notre Dame, uh, you need to have head coaching experience elsewhere uh, before you come back and lead that program because of all the off-field stuff you need to deal with. But, um, you know, he came, he was working with the Chargers a couple of years ago. He has a lot of roots in the NFL. His father, uh, who works in Notre Dame now, Bill Reese, was a longtime scout in the NFL with the Bears, with the Browns, with the 49ers. Um, you know, he's really close with, with Nick Sirianni, who's the offense coordinator of the Colts right now, who, who's going to be on the radar for a number of NFL jobs. I mean, uh, Tommy's going to have options, no doubt. I mean, I, I think his next move would probably be to be a play caller in the NFL, but um, that, that's educated speculation on my part. He's going to have a, a, a lot of uh, 
decisions to make, I think, as long as he keeps it up uh, the way he has so far this season. You can follow Matt Fortuna on Twitter at Matt underscore Fortuna, F-O-R-T-U-N-A. Does a great job at The Athletic. And Matt, the talk of college football now is what's going to happen with the Final Four. Let's start with this. With Ohio State being 4-0, and if they get to 7-0, and is there any way to keep them out of a playoff? That, that's enough wins, isn't it? I think so, um, especially, I mean, let's not beat around the bush here. We're talking about a name program that was in the playoff last year. I mean, if we were talking about uh, a smaller program, I think that that becomes a much more legitimate and tougher conversation. But I, I think Ohio State will be okay so long as they qualify for the Big Ten title game and win that. And, and look, there's no guarantee that's going to happen, right? They just had their game last week at Illinois canceled. Um, they're scheduled to play uh, at Michigan State this week and Michigan the week later. Um, hopefully for the Big Ten's sake, Ohio State can play all their remaining games because if they miss one of the next two, they're no longer eligible for the Big Ten title game. And that's going to put the league and the selection committee in a very awkward spot. But as long as they play out and win out, I think Ohio State will be okay. And let's be realistic. That's why the Big Ten played this year, right? Because of Ohio State and their ability to play in the championship. It certainly wasn't uh, to please the folks in Lincoln, Nebraska, Ann Arbor, Michigan, State College, Pennsylvania, or or any other uh, former blue blood that's fallen on tough times, that's for sure. Well, Matt, let's keep it in the Big Ten and talk about what's happening in Ann Arbor. You know, Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, a year that a lot of Wolverine fans would like to forget. But do you think that this is the end of the road for him there? And if so, what who does Michigan look to to fill that vacancy? I have a hard time seeing Jim Harbaugh survive past this year. And I say that because he's going into the last year of his contract in 2021. And that's unheard of to not have an extension or or some kind of clarity on your job status in this business uh, this late in the game. So you reach a point where the season ends in a couple of weeks and you either need to extend him or fire him. And look, I don't know if there'll be an outright firing. I mean, I think there's still a lot of complicated uh, internal issues as far as he's one of our own. He played here. He's coached here. We were all excited to bring him back a year ago. The athletic director went out publicly and said, we hope he can be our coach for life. But it's clear that it's just not working right now. The players aren't responding. Um, They're they're no showing every other Saturday. They have no chance at all of really ever catching Ohio State in the imminent future uh, with the trajectory that this program is on right now. I, I just don't know how this is sustainable. So the question will be, how exactly does it end? And once it does, I think they'll have no shortage of promising candidates. Does that mean they'll go in there and, and beat Ryan Day and out-recruit Ohio State and beat them every year? Uh, probably not, but I think they have a number of guys who, uh, who will be potential options who could do that, and I think Matt Campbell's going to be probably the, the number one choice from Iowa State. He's an Ohio guy. He knows how to recruit that state. He's worked a miracle in Iowa State, which is essentially clinched a spot uh, in the Big 12 title game after beating Texas for the second year in a row. He's already beaten Oklahoma twice since he's been there. Um, the guy's a rock star. I, I think he's going to have his options as well, whether it's Michigan, the NFL, or maybe just stick in, in Ames, Iowa, and, and turn into the next Bill Snyder, who's a guy I know he, he admires very deeply uh, for, from working in the Big 12 with him. So uh, Matt, Matt Campbell's the guy I think whose phone's going to be ringing off the hook more than anyone else this, uh, this offseason, though. Matt, another guy that has been talked about for Michigan is Luke Fickle. And people say, well, he wouldn't do that because he's an Ohio State guy. Well, Bo Schembechler was an Ohio State guy, too, and had some pretty good years at Michigan. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting one. I mean, because he passed down Michigan State last season, um, I, I, I think that is uh, pumped the brakes a little bit uh, on you know just how much of a climber, if you will, he is. I mean, Ryan Day is a guy whose name's thrown out for the NFL every year. You know Luke Fickle would walk to Columbus 
to go back and run Ohio State. Uh, it's a little more complicated for Luke Pickle because he's lived in Ohio pretty much his whole life. He's coached in that state his whole life. I think there's uh, the ties are a little bit deeper there between him and that state than they were for Bo Schembechler. But you know, I'm with you. I mean, I, I think you got to make that call if you're Michigan, e- even if it, you end up with egg on your face and you get turned down by your top choice the way your rival and East Lansing did last year. Um, if you think he's the guy, and every indication says he would be perfect for this job, right? I mean, he has Cincinnati of all places threatening to, to make a playoff push here. Um, I, I think you need to do your due diligence and try to make a run at him. But it, it, like you said, it, it's been pretty funny how that's his Ohio State ties have almost rendered him a non-starter, which <laughs> um, is pretty fitting given the way things have gone for Michigan in the last decade or so. Hey, Matt, I want to touch on the college football playoff before we go because I think we can plug Alabama – Ohio State, and an undefeated Notre Dame in. My question is, if Clemson has two losses, a two-loss team has never been in the Final Four, but their losses would be at Notre Dame without Trevor Lawrence and in the ACC championship game to number 2 Notre Dame, could you put a two-loss Clemson into a playoff ahead of A&M or Florida? And Florida Um, would would have to have two losses, by the way. I'm sorry, you broke up there. Yeah, Florida would have to have two losses as well. I think Clemson would have the nod over Florida if Florida lost two games. Um, It's going to be interesting. I mean, Northwestern played themselves out of their their faint hopes this past weekend by losing at Michigan State. I I do think Ohio State, as long as they're undefeated and play seven games, will get in. Um, You know, it's interesting. Being, you know, covering a lot of Notre Dame, I get the question from the opposite end a lot. You know, what's going to happen to Notre Dame if they lose a close game to Clemson? Are they out of it? I haven't really pondered the other side of it, which would be a two-loss Clemson team. Uh, because I, I hadn't really considered it. But when you look around the country and the, the, the minimal options there are, um, look, if Oklahoma ran, ran the table, if Iowa State ran the table, um, I, I think you're going to have better options elsewhere uh, because we're not just talking about a two-loss team in this scenario. We're talking about a two-loss team that does not have the conference championship title, which the mm-hmm. committee seems to overvalue. And Clemson's best win would be what, over Miami, who – Look, they're a good team. Um, I don't think they're they're scaring anyone as a playoff threat this year. So I have a hard time seeing Clemson, especially with that as their their last performance, uh, last uh, uh, audition, if you will, for the committee, getting in with, with two losses and without a conference title to show for it. Matt, thanks so much for your time. We love your work at The Athletic. Hopefully we can do this again. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.